Good morning. My name is Robert Bradford, and I'm a teaching pastor here at The Grove, and uh, I'm super excited to be here and have this opportunity. Uh, it's been really great to be a part of The Grove, Eric Sincerity, uh, and your team, Shannon, Jordan, Jamie, Nikki, go through the list of all the people who have uh, had such a great impact in The Grove, and to be a part of that has been super, super fantastic, So, and all of you. Uh, just grateful that you're here. We designed this service for you. Hope that you got some coffee and a donut. You know, one a week is not bad, okay? So feel free. It's okay to have a donut. Um, we are in a series. So I want to welcome those listening to the podcast. Um, welcome. Hope that you enjoy this as well, and as well as those who are still listening on CD. It's fantastic. I'm proud of you that you still own one of those. Um, that's great. So welcome. I hope you enjoy that. We're in a series called Hashtag Struggles, and we've been talking about social media. Uh, social media, I want to make sure, you know, the Grove's not against social media. We use it a bunch. Um, there are some many, many, many positives about social media, and uh, it's fantastic. There are some unintended downsides and some unintended consequences and that's really what we've been addressing we talk about social media specifically by social media we're talking about those of you who you know don't do much internet we're talking about facebook and instagram and twitter and pinterest and there's so many others snapchat etc lots of good things you can promote a cause you can stalk your teenagers i mean you can there's lots you can do takes a big world smaller doesn't it so um, it's fantastic. I met some people today or talked to some folks um, today and I'm, they're, do you know so-and-so? I'm like, do you know these people? And, you know, we had this little conversation and it's, you know, that's the old way of doing it. Now you just go online and you can stalk and see and who's that kid she's hanging out with now. What was his name? You know, my kids were, they didn't want to tell, you know, they didn't want to say who their friends were. You know, it was like, his name's Joey. Like, this is the fifth Joey. Come on. You know, finally we would get a name and then we'd make sure they were okay. Social media has its perks. Um, so we talked about that. We talked, um, uh, or we're talking about that. And the first uh, part one, we, we talked about contentment. And that really it's more about, you know, hashtag discontentment, hashtag envy, hashtag I want more stuff. We talked about how, as a negative consequence, negative downside to social media, we spend a lot of time comparing. And uh, the more we compare someone's highlight reel to our backstory, um, our behind the scenes, uh, the more discontent we feel. Never in the, in the history of the earth have we had so much stuff and been so discontent. Um, we talked about how discontentment can lead to envy. Envy is, is really resenting God's goodness in other, other people's lives and ignoring God's goodness in our own life. And that's not good. That's not good for us. So I gave us uh, two, you know, um, practical steps we can take to stop comparing, to end comparisons, you know, outside of just taking a social media break. You can celebrate the success of others. You know, it's their best day that they're posting, so we can celebrate that. And the second thing is to cultivate gratitude for what I have. God is blessing me. And, if you know, I said, if you're in that place where you're just like, 
I have nothing. You don't know, Robert. I have nothing to be grateful for. I just want you to, I want to suggest that you start with the fact that you're breathing. You're here today. You had coffee and a donut, and it was even Krispy Kreme, top shelf. I mean, there are things to be grateful for. But you have to choose to look at them. Part two, Eric did an awesome job. He talked about intimacy, how the word friend is changing, um, how it's, the social media is changing a lot of the aspects of relationships. He, he emphasized that we have to make sure technology is enhancing our relationships, not replacing them. Not replacing them. That is such a big thing now. It is so easy just to unfriend, never talk to you again, all done. Life is not about how many likes you get, he emphasized. It's about how much love you show. And basically it's this. We must focus on loving others more and really interacting with them, not just liking their post, rather than just liking their post, right? That's that's. That's the intimacy change that social media has brought. We talked about that as the downside. He gave us two great uh, steps, which were be present. How many times we've seen in the restaurant today, okay, today when you go to lunch at the restaurant, those of you who go, look around. Just look at the other tables, right? Four people at a table, all four of them on their phones, three of them talking, one of them on their phone. I mean, Oh, they're not talking to me, so this is a Facebook moment. I'm just going to scroll through. So check that out. And, and remember that Eric told us last week, you need to be present. And being present is when you're with people, like, it's okay. Set it aside. Don't live with the fear of missing out. And then secondly was to be engaged. Don't just sit there, talk to them. Okay, that's probably more of a word to the introverts. So you need to go ahead and engage and have a conversation in a group setting. I know it's scary, but do it. We talked about that. Today, I'm excited because we are going to talk about um, a favorite guy topic, but it really is for all of us. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about, and that is authenticity. Authenticity, just for a definition, just a working definition here, we're talking about undisputed credibility, which is simply, I, I am who I say I am. I'm authentic. You know, it's, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not presenting a replica of myself. I'm not lying about who I am. I, I like this, this, I'm authentic. What I say I do, I do those type of things. That's authentic. So I can say I have authenticity. Um, and, and what we're seeing is it's really, really easy with social media, really, really easy to, to lose sight of your own authenticity and your need to be authentic. And it can, it can really get away from you. Um, we see with selfies, right? I mean, it can take, we, we saw the girl, right? That was just a three minute video, okay? But I, I've seen other people. I won't say that I have done this, where it takes a lot longer to get the picture just right. You know, you got to get the picture just right, you know, and you got you to gotta have the exact right hashtag, you know, whatever you're going to say about, you know, your day or whatever you're trying to post. And what you're really doing is saying, you know, this is the me I want you to see. I, uh, Eric, I think, found this video. Take a look. Notice the time, okay? Thirty-four minutes. (laughs) 
seen this guy, maybe it was exactly him at the gym, right? And he's there, right? And he's doing the, he's trying to get the exact right pose. Click, you know. You see these guys, they, you know, again, and I'm like changing my clothes, I'm looking over, you know, the old naked man in the locker room is trying to photobomb him. I mean, there's one in every locker room. I don't know why. I think they take a sign that you take Monday and I'll take Tuesday and we'll just walk around naked. I don't know what that is. But they, you know, there he is, and you know, and, and I'm dressed, I've gone out, got water, come back, and he's still there, you know, doing his shot, trying to get the, and I'm like, there are other people in the room, I mean, you know, kind of, you know, seeing you, you know, why, maybe if you go work out, it'll get better, you know, so, I, you know, it's selfie heaven, and, and the truth is this, okay, here's a statistic for you, okay, so in 2013, um, we're looking at uh, the hashtag, hashtags that have selfies somewhere in it um, was f- uh, 35 million, uh, I think, for this one month, August uh, 2013, I think it was. Eleven months later, hashtags that had selfies somewhere in it, 170 million for the month. Okay? We are living in a selfie-centered world. We're living in a selfie-centered world, and we're working really hard on filtering, you know, and you saw, like, all the approvals, right? Looking buff, you're so hot, whatever it was, right? was scrolling through there. Looking good, bro. All the likes, all the affirmation, all the validation, validating the me I want you to see and we're we're lost and here's the problem with all that filtering you know just getting the right filter you know everything's right the more we filter our lives (laughs) the less authentic we become it is so easy to get out there and present a me that you want people to see while you're stepping back and you may have stuff going on in your life that just isn't right. But the me you want, wanting people to see is out there. And I, I can honestly say, I'm going to tell on myself here. So for Bike for the Light, Bike for the Light's a big deal for me. It's one of my things that, that, I, that I invest in, I fully invest in. Um, and I, you know, I want to do my best. I want to ride my best. I want to lead the team. I, want, I don't want to just lead them in, in raising money. I want to lead them in actually riding. And part of that is because guys are competitive, right? So there's, there's a great edge to that because the more money I'm raising, the more pressure is on those guys that they need to step up and raise more money. The, more, the better I'm riding the more pressure there is on those guys that they need to step up and do the training so that they can actually finish the ride and or at least not make it take 10 hours. Because 10 hours on that little seat, let me tell you, it's too much. It's too much. So here's the truth. 
when I was when I would ride, when I would train over the summer, I would post some of my rides. And if I I knew I was going to post a ride, like I plan, okay, I'm going to post this ride. We're doing a 50. It's a big ride. I want to post. So we're riding, okay. Now I'm riding with some other guys, and they're slower than me. And my little app thing is really tracking them, not me. So I, I you can set it to auto pause when you stop. I would ride ahead at my speed and stop. Let them pass. Hey guys, have a yeah, keep going, keep you know. And then I let them get away, and then I ride past them because I could. I mean, I ride past them, get way ahead, and I would stop because if I rode slow with them, my average miles per hour would be theirs, not mine. And I wanted to put the pressure on the rest of the team in the state. I did this, Eric. It was me. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Okay, let me be authentic. So that was that's what I was doing because I wanted I wanted to post a me that I wanted those guys to see. And I justified it, you know. But I wasn't really being authentic. I wasn't being authentic. So the problem is here with social media is it's changing relationships. So if you just take what I've what I've talked about right now in, in terms of in terms of this online personality that we have, that where where we start posting, you, this grows into an ex, grows exponentially into a real into a much bigger problem. That was hard to say. So, how is technology changing relationship? How is it becoming a bigger problem? Well, the bigger problem is that. Um, if I'm posting, this is the me I want you to see, you know, I'm spiritual guy, right? Spiritual girl, you've seen this, you know, and, and maybe legit. I'm not talking about anyone specifically. If you posted this today, I don't know, okay? I did not get on Facebook before this. If you, you know, you're posting spiritual guy, spiritual girl, you know, here's my, you know, Bible quote for the day. I've taken a picture of my Bible with my journal. You can see I'm doing my devotions, you know, with my cup of coffee, you know, the Bible, coffee and me, you know, that type of thing. This is my, this is my online personality. It's becoming an online personality. You know, I'm together, Mom. You know, here's my kids with their, you know, matching lunch boxes, matching outfits on the first day of school. See, I've got it together. See, I'm doing okay, right? Affirm me, affirm me, affirm me. You know, I'm super student. Check me out. I'm studying. Okay, I haven't been studying, but hey, here's what it looks like. You know, this is me studying, Mom. Right. But, you know, or my favorite, right, is the the workout guy. Right. I'm protein shake guy. Here I am with my protein shake. You know, check me out, you know. And what you don't see with the and where it becomes unauthentic is that five minutes before I took that picture with my protein shake, because it took me five minutes to make it. I just finished a giant bag of chips and I downed a pint of Ben and Jerry's last night. Because I wanted to save the second one for tonight, you know, right? You know, I, I'm trying to be the good dad. You know, I've got my kids on the, and we're taking pictures. That we're on the, on the swings in the park. Check me out. This is the me I want you to see. This is my online personality. 
But in reality, you're struggling with, as a parent, you're struggling that you're short with your kids, you don't have the time that you feel like, but you feel like, you know, I need to present this with all the, so I can get some affirmation so that the guilt of how I'm feeling can be diminished. That is a problem. That's a problem. Because what we're really using is, is we're filtering. We're using a filter so that people don't see the real us because we're not sure they'll like us. They're not sure we'll, we'll, we'll experience that rejection. We'll experience, uh, it'll hurt, it'll, you know, I'm not good enough. I, I can't keep up with Joni because she keeps posting all this stuff. I got to make my online personality at this level. You know, that's, that's not good. That's not good. You know, and the, the, the secondary fact of that is now I need to avoid unfiltered communication. People are beginning to fear and avoid unfiltered communication. When I was a kid, which may have been a while ago, the only way to know, this might shock some of you younger folk, okay? So hang on. The only way to know who was on the phone was to answer it. <laughs> I know, right? Crazy. Yeah. You know, the only way. Yeah. Hello. Uh, completely unfiltered conversation. You know? Now, for me, my parents wouldn't even let me answer the phone until I was a certain age. And then they let me and then they postponed it. So I answered the phone, yellow, purple, and green. You know? And then it was like... <laughs> I didn't know it was a business line, you know, you know, so then there was the green phone in the office with a different phone number, and I was never allowed to answer that, even when I was 15. I'm like, I learned, I come on. So the only way to know is to, you know, and have that unfiltered, I'm, I'm used to that. I can do all kinds of unfiltered communication, but now... Now we see the call come in. We see who it is. We ignore the call. Right? Look at these, these young guys over here. They're laughing. Right? Right? I see you. Because you do this, right? And what do you guys do? You ignore the call, listen to the voicemail, and respond with a text. Because I can control that. I can maintain my filter. This is really bad. It's really a bad thing because what happens is now I've distanced myself from everyone and, and, and people don't even know who I am, who I really am, the authentic me. They don't know me. A pastor was talking to some students in, you know, in discovering this. It's in the book, uh, Hashtag Struggles. Craig was talking about this and he's saying... You know, does anyone know the real you? And then these young kids are saying, no. Why? I don't really know how to do that. Dig deeper. I'm afraid they won't like the real me. You know, and here's, here's the thing, okay? You know, we, we don't connect with people through our strengths. We connect through our weaknesses. That's just a truth. You've experienced this when you've been with someone and you're like, this guy's perfect, does everything right, look at him, you know, 
ah, right? Like Gru. Ooh, I hate that guy, right? <laughs> then you get to know him. You're like, oh, hey, he struggles. Oh, he, he, he has some problems. He's not as perfect as I thought. I like this guy. I can what? <coughs> Relate, right? With our online personality, we have put ourselves in a position when we've not been authentic. We've put ourselves in a position of distancing ourselves from others. <laughs> and we are alone. We are living for other people's likes. And it's not good. So, so what do we do? Like, how do we get out of this cycle if we're in it? Well, what's interesting, I mean, people tell me from time to time that the Bible is not relevant. It's written 2,000 years ago and longer. And, you know, there's nothing in there that relates to me at all. And it's just a bunch of stories, old, super old. So, but, you know, I found a story where this guy, his name is Moses. Some of you, I'm sure, if you watch the Ten Commandments, Charlton Heston, I think. If you watch that, you at least know that much of Moses. Those of you who've been around, everybody knows Moses. Okay, so Moses goes up to Mount Sinai, he climbs the mountain because God told him to. And God says, you know, God gives him the Ten Commandments and then he, he comes down. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. So he comes down. It's funny, though. So I did hear a story that there were 15, but he dropped one of the tablets. So now there was only 10. But anyway, so that's <laughs> not in the Bible. <laughs> it was mining Python. Anyway, so he uh, comes down. His face is glowing. Okay. Moses is glowing. From the glory of God, he's just been with God in a huge, big way. His face is glowing. He talks to the people and all of that. And then, um, and then the, the, he puts on a veil. Now, I, I had understood that as the people couldn't handle it, and so he put on this veil. And what I read, in, uh, written by Paul the Apostle, who wrote in the New Testament, in the Bible, he wrote to the church in Corinth, he said, he says that Paul put on the veil to hide what was fading away. To hide what was fading away. He used a filter. Moses used a filter. This goes, this filtering thing goes way, way back. You can go back to the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, right? They, they sinned, right? They were naked. Uh, they, they were ashamed. And they what? They hid. They used fig leaves. They used a filter to try to hide their sin. And we're just like that. Even, you know, all, when we sin, right? We make a mistake. We'll start with making a mistake at work. What do we do? We try to find somebody to blame, right? This can't be my fault. Who's, how am I going to make this, right? When we sin, we don't confess our sin to God. We hide. And with social media, with all of our ability to filter Everything we do, we can put a veil, a filter in front of us. And the question I want to ask you today is, what filter are you wearing? What filter are you wearing? Just consider, you know, what image in your, because this, I mean, I think to some degree it's almost subconscious we're doing this. I mean, I didn't really think about the bike full of light posting stuff until I was preparing for this. Wow, gosh, I, I do that sometimes. 
Now, what filter are you wearing? What me are you wanting other people to see? So just you just think about that, you know. Don't write it down, probably, but, you know, consider that as we continue. So Paul is writing this. I want to read these verses for you because Paul gives us exactly what we need to do to alleviate this situation for ourselves in social media. Okay, and he says this. We are not like Moses. We being Christians. Paul is talking about being a Christian. Christians are not like Moses who put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites, here it is, from seeing the end of what was passing away. We don't use filters. Right? Verse 14. But in their, in their minds... But I'm sorry, but their minds were made dull for to this day, the same veil, that same veil remains. This is really a big part of the problem. The, veil, the same veil remains when the old covenant is read in the synagogues is where this, the Old Testament was being read at the time that Paul wrote this. It has not been removed because only Christ, only in Christ is it taken away. Verse 15, even to this day. When Moses is read, a veil covers the heart. So in the synagogue, they would read, they would read Moses' writings, the Old Testament. And the unbelieving Jews who didn't believe in Jesus, their hearts were still veiled. And the fact is this. A veil that first covers the face eventually covers the heart. And as we... Show, we, we filter, we, you know, put on the veil out there in social media. <laughs> that veil will cover our hearts. Right? It's covering our hearts. Right? We are so used to showing our, faith, our fake self that we don't even know, some of us, who the real us is. Because that veil has covered our hearts. We, we begin to believe our own online personality. That, yeah, okay, this is me. You know, and that secret sin that we've been doing behind the scenes, nobody knows about, I can't talk about because this is what's out there. You know, that just begins to fade. I justify it. I think, you know, it's fine. It's okay. You know, God doesn't mind. Or I, you know, it's fine. These people affirm me. These people are telling me I'm, I'm doing great. But the fact is we're living a lie when we're in this place. And we are living for likes. We're living for affirmation while longing for love. Because we aren't connecting. We aren't connecting. You know, that's not good. It's not good. So this is where, you know, we might, I might give you some advice, like, you know, you should try to be authentic. Try to be yourself in your posts. You know, don't spruce it up. Don't use a filter every time. You know, just be yourself. Um, maybe uh, take a social media break, break for a time. If you're in, you've got this online personality, you know, kind of, you know, be, be yourself. I mean, that's great advice. 
Um, you know, maybe, I mean, you might be asking in your head, so I should be open and honest in everything I post? I should say, you know, everything? No, no, be honest, yes. But please, time out. I mean, some of you are oversharers. We don't care. I mean, we just, you know, you're posting all this stuff about your cat. I was talking to a lady the other night. She was saying, I had to turn off this lady's seat because I don't care about her cat. You know, it's just too much. You know, you're oversharing. And and you certainly shouldn't be airing your dirty laundry on social media. Yes, be honest. But, you know, Craig tells a story about a lady who posted on his page. She's the pastor of the largest church in America. She posted on his page. It's got her name, right? And she says, please, please pray for my husband. And then she tagged him. So his full name. I hate him. He is a horrible person. And unless God redeems his soul, I want nothing to do with him. Please pray for my husband. You know, Craig says, I was praying for her husband because he's married to her. (laughs) So, you know. Be authentic. Be honest. You know, when I was preparing this thing yesterday, I could have posted or Twitter, whatever, and said, man, I'm so excited for tomorrow. This is so great. And that's true. Um, I didn't post. I'm really having a hard time getting this in my head. I'm not sure it even makes sense if I'm getting it right. And I didn't post that. You know, but that was true. Both of those were true. So. That's some great advice, but really there's some advice in the Word of God that's so much better. And it's this. Moses mentioned it. Only Christ can remove the veil. Only Christ removes the veil. Check this out in verse 16. He says, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, when anyone, whenever anyone turns to the Lord, say it with me, the veil is taken away when anyone turns to the lord so what does that mean what it, well it means that i'm not getting my affirmations from everywhere else suddenly i'm not you know i'm not affirmed by the likes i'm not getting approval from everyone else i'm getting my approval from god i've turned to the lord i've said god you're the one that matters your likes your Approval of me through the blood of Christ. That's what matters to me. That's what matters to me. Because see, when, when I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, basically, that's what we call it. I mean, it, scripturally, that's, that's the terms that are used. It's kind of Christianese, if you will. In other words, um, I sinned. So like, like the speeding ticket I got the other day. I was coming back from network conference. I was in church. 89 and a 75, sir. That ticket I got, I had to pay the penalty for that. Okay? So in my life, I have sinned. I've hurt people. I've done lots of things. We all have. Everybody in this room, we have. And so (laughs) I owe a, a debt that I have to pay. Jesus said, you know, I'll, I'll live the life that you were supposed to live and do it right, you know, and, and honor God with my, you know, and I will live perfectly. And then you and I 
we'll trade places. So you're going to come over here and live and be seen by God as if you lived the life that I lived for you. I, Jesus, am going to come over here and I'm going to pay the penalty by dying on the cross for every sin you committed. That's, that's, that's what happens when we turn to God. When you turn to God, put your faith in God, I don't need an online personality anymore. I don't need to try and I can, I can be open and honest. I can connect. I can start a group for moms that, that have young children. And we can vent and talk and, and, and connect and encourage and grow. And God can be a part of that. And God can empower me to be the, the parent, the dad, the, the student, the business owner that he wants me to be. Because my approval comes from him, not from, not from everyone on social media. Please like, please like, oh, that one only got 30 likes. I didn't do it right. I need some affirmation here because this stuff that I'm doing behind the scenes here is killing me. Verse 17, um, Paul says, he says, Now the Lord is a spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, get it, there is what? Freedom. Freedom. That freedom is if I have God's approval and I'm working with God on my stuff and I'm walking forward with God in my life, I'm free. Because I don't need all this stuff. I don't need this online personality. I don't need all this social media and all the drama. I could drop it all. Because I've come to a place when I've realized that Jesus is all I have and that's good enough. Jesus is all that I need. With Jesus is all you have, you realize that Jesus is all you need and there is freedom. Paul says this in verse 18. He says, and we all, okay, not, it's not a selfie-centered world. We, we all with, get this, unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, meaning what Jesus did for us. We contemplate that. We think, man, that is so awesome. It is so, I'm so relieved that Jesus would do this for me. And I could just say, I accept the sacrifice that you made for me. And now I'm free. I'm free from all of that. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. What that means is simply that as I connect with God and I work on my vertical relationship with him and that he's empowering me and I'm reaching out to him as I'm doing that, it's going to transform my life. This stuff that I've been dealing with, this stuff that I've been worried about, that's going to go. God's going to heal my heart that's driving me toward these sins. You know, addictions, probably the biggest thing that is talked about in church. But let me just say that that is a big thing. Addictions are big. And, it, and the truth of an addiction is it's feeding something. It's validating something. 
And if we can step back from that addiction and say, okay, God, I don't need that anymore. I, that's not serving me anymore because I'm now getting my affirmation, my, my validation from you. You are all I need. Just give me Jesus and I'm good. I don't need it. It doesn't serve me anymore. That'd be awesome. And that opportunity exists for all of us today. And here's my challenge, right? You need to start with an honest evaluation of yourself. For me, it was like, wow, I guess I'm not, I wasn't really being super authentic with my bike ride posts. I need to do that. I can be more authentic. This is the filter I was hiding behind. What's your filter that you're hiding behind? Be honest with yourself. What veil are you wearing? And take a step this week. Take a step to turn to the Lord. Instead, here's something. Instead of posting, like, some people, like, they don't have anything to post, so they go do something so that they can post about it. I mean, hashtag, how sick is that? Right? We are lost when we're doing that. I don't know. I, can't, I don't have anything to post. I don't know. Let's go shoot guns or something. I, you know? I mean, let's, let's go to the Dave and Buster's. Let's go somewhere so that we can, you know. We did that, but it wasn't so we could post. Okay. It was good. I didn't, it was just in my head as a place. Right? So, right? That's something you can do. So instead of do posting, instead of thinking in that, in that vein, you know what? Say, instead, you know what? I'm going to turn to the Lord. I'm going to turn to the Lord, and I'm going to spend some time talking to God. I'm just going to be grateful and express, Lord, thank you so much that you did this for me, that you died on the cross for me, that you love me. Lord, you love me with all this stuff. You love. You brought me so far. I'm so grateful for what you've done in my life. I just, I don't need all this other stuff because I have this relationship with you. Take a step. Try it once. Do something to remove the veil. Turning to the Lord. Amen? So, if you're here and you you know the Lord already, you may think, well, I already turned to the Lord. Well, if you have an online personality, you've got some work to do, right? Sorry. <laughs> we want something for you, not something from you here at the Grove. So, <laughs> so here's some homework. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> you guys need to, you know, you need to look at it and do it. You need to take some steps, okay? If you're here and you don't know Christ, you've never made that turn to the Lord. You, you've been on this path. You're exhausted from trying to, you know, be this person for that group and this person for that group. And you're, you're just you're exhausted trying to make all these people happy enough that they will validate you. Today is your opportunity to turn to the Lord because the Lord, the Lord is walking with you. Right? Jesus is stalking you. 
He's walking right with you. And this is what he's saying. He said, I love you. I could bow to you. I died on the cross for all of those things you're all stressed out about. I'm ready any time. Just turn. Just turn. I'm right here. I'm not going to force myself on you. I'm a gentleman. Anytime you're ready. That's where Jesus is with you. You may think, oh, no, he's mad. I've made all these mistakes. No, those are those people you're trying to please. That's not Jesus. Jesus Jesus is saying, look, I'm your best bet. I can do the most to help you out of the pit you're in. You know, you've got people, you're in a pit. The people around you are just yelling at you for why you got in a pit. I'm the one standing there with the rope saying, here, you know, if you take the rope, I'll pull you up. That's who God is. That's who Jesus is. And if you want that, you can have that relationship today. Today. And this is how it is. I'm just saying, I'll ask everybody, just bow your heads, close your eyes. And if you, if you want to start that relationship, grabbing all the rope and asking Jesus to pull you out, I just want to just... Just take a moment. I'll lead you in a prayer that initiates that conversation. And if you'll just raise your hand right now so I can see you. Just raise your hand. You want that relationship with Christ. You're tired. You've done the social media thing. You're exhausted. You just want freedom. Just raise your hand. Just take a minute. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer and everybody will pray with us. And and just we're just going to initiate the conversation with the Lord, with Jesus. Okay. So repeat this after me. Jesus. Come into my life. I turn to you. And I ask you. To take hold of my life. To heal my brokenness. To transform me into your image. In Jesus' name, amen.